0: Good evening, my friends, and welcome to 62 Horror Movies with Josh Hitchens, That's Me, where I will be your host for a creepy double feature every night throughout the month of October. Come join me, won't you? Hello folks, and welcome back to 62 Horror Movies. Today is October 2nd, and tonight is The Night of the Witch. Our double feature tonight is the first and only time on this list where the two movies we'll be watching and talking about are of the same title. First up in our creepy double feature tonight is Hexen, released in 1922. It's a Swedish-Danish film directed by Benjamin Christensen. And then our second feature is The Witch, directed by Robert Eggers. Uh, came out in 2015. Hexen, uh, by the way, translated from Swedish into English means The Witch. So they both have the same title, both share a lot of themes. Uh, the, ma- the more contemporary film, The Witch, is obviously inspired by Hexen deeply. Um, as Hannah Gadsby says, we might be peeking a bit early because, in my opinion, I've thought a lot about this, I think Hexen might be the best horror movie ever made. It's an incredible experience. Um, Recently restored by the Swedish Film Institute, and that restored version, which runs for one hour and 45 minutes, is actually available to watch for free on YouTube. Uh, And it also, Hexen also has a really, really creepy soundtrack. Uh, So we're going to put that on while I talk about it. All right, so most people might be familiar with Hexen uh, in a version that is known as Witchcraft Through the Ages, which was a cut version of Hexen that had about a half hour footage cut out of it, Uh, but it That version, Witchcraft Through the Ages, debuted in 1968, and that version is narrated actually by William S. Burroughs, and features this sort of creepy jazz score, and uh, that version, Witchcraft Through the Ages, was very popular on college campuses in the late 60s and 70s, Uh, we'll just put it that way. but. It's amazing to see this film so thoroughly restored in such a beautiful print um, because it really is a masterpiece. Uh, It actually predates Nosferatu. Uh, Nosferatu came out in 1922. Hexen was also released in 1922, but it actually was filmed earlier. It took three years to film from 1919 to 1921 before being released a year later. And this movie was inspired in a similar way to Nosferatu. Um, I forgot to talk about this last time, but it relates, so I'm going to tell the story now. So, one of the producers of Nosferatu, Albin Graal, who I mentioned in the last episode, he was inspired to make Nosferatu, to make an adaptation of Bram Stoker's Dracula, because he actually met a man who said that his father was actually a vampire, that he was undead. And that's how Nosferatu got made. Hexen was generated in a kind of similar way in that uh, Benjamin Christensen, uh, who had made two movies before this, he happened to be browsing in an old bookshop and he happened on a copy of the Malleus Maleficarum. Uh, which, in case you don't know, the Maleficarum uh, is known as the Hammer of the Witches, and it was a book written in the 15th century as a guide for witch hunters of how to find a witch, uh, how to torture a witch, uh, and then how to kill a witch, how to proceed with trials. And it, the Maleficarum contributed greatly to the witch hunt epidemics that sprang up throughout Europe Um, uh, Benjamin Christensen read this book and thought it was the most evil book that humanity had ever produced, and he decided that he wanted to write and direct a film uh, inspired by the history of the witch hunts. And he went to numerous scholars. Um, to try and get them to talk to him to contribute to the film about this period of history, and no scholars would work with him. No scholars would take him seriously. They didn't think it was a subject worth talking about um, this, you know, mass murder of hundreds of thousands, if not millions of women in some estimates. So Benjamin Christensen decided then fuck all the scholars. I'm going to do all the research myself and I'm going to make this film by myself, with based on all my own research. So, Hexen is a horror movie that is made out of a very deep rage, I think, combined with this intensive scholarly aspect to it. So, Hexen is a silent film in, presented in seven parts, And the first part of it is kind of an introduction to the idea of witchcraft and spirituality uh, during the Middle Ages. And in that section, you already get to see some really amazing special effects, some animation, like these incredible sets that were built, um, a mechanical version of hell that he found that looks absolutely horrific and awesome. And then after that, it switches into talking about and presenting to you what people thought witches did back in the Middle Ages. Um, and so you start to get, you know, people, go a woman going to a witch for lo- a love potion. And, but in those reenactments, you also, one of the first things you see is one of the witches taking like the severed hand of a corpse that's been hanging on the gallows and removing the ring from its finger and removing the finger as well. Um, So already you're being confronted with images that you're not expecting to see in a film made at this time. Um, Then there's another anecdote where these two men have stolen a dead body and they're taking it back up to their room and a woman who lives in the building catches them and then you go uh, to the two men who are about to cut open this corpse with a very, very large knife and the woman sees them doing that and she runs away to go tell people and then you see what the two men who are about to cut open the corpse are saying and what they're saying is something to the effect of please God forgive us we do this so we may learn anatomical knowledge in the aid of science and medicine and then you go to the woman and she's telling the neighbors quick these two men are about to defile a corpse they are witches and that is when Hexen begins to make its point and it makes its point in really powerful ways so you have this sort of documentary style of, you know, every stage of a witch trial, from accusation from the accusations, through the torture to the burning, um, all of that stuff. And within that sort of documentary style, you get these deeply creepy and disturbing visuals, the special effects that, Benjamin Christensen uses in Hexen, are special effects that would not be seen in American films for decades after this. It seems impossible that for a film that was made from 1919 to 1921, it seems impossible that the things that you're seeing on screen can be done with special effects. So you kind of start to think that it's real, that you're watching real magic happen, because it's done so well. Um, And just deeply creepy images, lots of nudity as well. Um, There's a really deeply extreme version of a witch's Sabbath, like orgies with demons, and then a skeleton horse walks by, and witches flying through the air. and actually kissing the ass of the devil. Um, in and probably the most moving and disturbing part of Hexen is during the story of the witch trial. There is an old woman uh, who appears to be homeless who is accused of being a witch. And she is portrayed by an actor named Maren Peterson. And Maren Peterson was actually not an actor. She was just a woman that Benjamin Christensen found on the street selling flowers. And he just was fascinated by her look, by her face, and cast her as this old woman who's accused of witchcraft. And she could be anyone's grandmother. just that stereotypical idea of a grandmother and you watch this old feeble woman be stripped naked and tortured and then she can and then of course she confesses and she said first thing she says is I have given birth to many children by the devil and then the movie cuts to a scene where she's you know on her back with her legs spread open and these demonic creatures just emerge from between her legs and you're like what the fuck am i watching it really gets under your skin and it gets under your skin with the supernatural stuff and also with the human aspect of it Um, because early in the movie The subtitles say that Benjamin Christensen wrote, you know, in the Middle Ages, people believed so much in the devil that he became real. And in the name of that fear, you have the the structure of religion, the priests, the inquisitors, the witch hunters, all these men who are torturing these women and murdering these women. And with the witches depicted in this movie, both elderly and young and beautiful, get so many close-ups of their faces. And this is actually breaking the convention of filmmaking at the time. Close-ups were not considered something you did. They were thought to be vulgar. They weren't used a lot and they were frowned upon. But Hexen is filled with close-ups of all these different kinds of women, of all different shapes, sizes, and ages. Just close-ups of their faces, their wrinkles, and just the tears rolling down their cheeks over and over. The movie really forces you to look at and experience the depth of their suffering in a way that I think is really brave, and intentional, and horrifying, um, and Benjamin Christensen, the writer-director of this movie, also plays the devil, and I, with all apologies to Tim Curry in Legend, I think Benjamin Christensen's devil is the best and the most frightening depiction of the devil that I've ever seen in a horror movie, he's, he's incredible, um, he, was very controlling over how he made this movie. He knew exactly what he wanted to do with it, uh, which is why it took three years to make. Um, He filmed this movie only at night, um, which was also unprecedented for the time because he wanted to have this certain atmosphere to it, this creepiness. So this is a movie filmed entirely at night, and I think... You definitely see that. And part of the great thing about Hexen is it goes from the Middle Ages, but then it continues into the present day and how the people who were accused of being witches back then, how some of them were dealing with mental illness, how some of them had physical illnesses or just looked different than others. And now we recognize that as a medical thing and we treat people Um, we don't burn them at the stake but the movie also goes a little further and questions you know that idea of are we really treating people better are we really treating our elderly our poor better now than we were back then um and it really leaves you thinking about about that you know it's a reason why it's called Hexen the witch because it's about the idea of witches about the idea of of women who people don't understand or people that anyone who is different and how we persecute them and we still persecute them that's one of the reasons why i think Hexen might be the best horror movie ever made because not only is it genuinely scary it is made with such a deep intent of social justice that I think we're still kind of trying to catch up to. Um, this film is 100 years old, and I in some ways I don't think we've caught up with what it achieves yet. One, and one thing I'll leave you with before we go... Well, two things I'll leave you with before we go off and watch ha- uh, Hexen. Uh, Marin Peterson, who plays the old woman who's accused of witchcraft during the filming of this movie, um, they are taking a break in between sen- scenes and Marin Peterson turned to Benjamin Christensen, the writer director, and just out of the blue said, the devil is real. He sits by my bedside at night. And that disturbed Benjamin Christensen so much, he actually puts that in the film. The final thing I will say is that I am definitely not recommending that you responsibly indulge in a certain medicinal herb uh, before you watch Hexen. I am definitely not suggesting that that may improve your experience even more definitely not saying that. Regardless, watch Hexen, enjoy it, and ah, we'll pause and then we'll come back for our second feature in our Night of the Witch. This is the chant from The Witch, the second feature in our Night of the Witch here on October 2nd, and this is The Witch, released in 2015, and written and directed by Robert Eggers. Um, Similarly to how Benjamin Christensen, I think, was deeply, deeply, personally motivated to make Hexen robert eggers was also deeply personally motivated to create the witch as well uh, he grew up in new england um, the movie is technically called the witch a new england folk tale and i think that's important um, but robert eggers grew up in new england you know and the he said the woods were always so present and that the stories and legends of witchcraft were always around. And he said his biggest fears in childhood, you know, the things he would experience in his nightmares were always witches. It's the most terrifying thing to him. And watching this movie, you really do get the sense that this is an adult artist working through this very deep, deep seated childhood terror. Um, Also, Like Hexen, one of the strengths of the witch, perhaps its greatest strength, is that, uh, like Benjamin Christensen, Robert Eggers went back to the primary sources, to create this script and tell this story. Um, He includes at the end of the film a note on screen that says that, you know, most of the dialogue in this movie is actually taken directly from primary sources of witch trials and people's diaries and uh, pamphlets and things like that. Um, So the characters speak in very, very authentic dialect for the time for 17th century New England, Uh, Puritans, and Robert Eggers, like Benjamin Christensen, was meticulous about making sure that he recreated history accurately. Um, So all of the sets, well, they're not sets, um, really. Uh, He built the entire farm uh, that the movie takes place on, and they built the farm using the original techniques that 17th century folks would have used back then all authentically made nothing machine made all by hand and same goes for the costumes that the actors wear as well they are all of the authentic materials that would have been used at the time and made during using authentic methods so uh, and robert eggers also films this movie using only natural light sources so if we're outside it is the only light is the natural sunlight or the natural moonlight if we're inside one of the houses the only source of light is candlelight and that's it so it really looks like a film that just comes out of that time just like Hexen does and I this movie I think Goes a long way into taking the idea of the witch seriously again, you know. Um, because I feel like for a long time, witches were mostly used in a light way for comic relief, you know, like in Hocus Pocus, um, which may or may not be showing up later this month, it will, um, you know, but the The witch in The Witch is scary. You know, she is really, really upsetting and disturbing to look at. And I also love that it is made clear that there is a witch in this movie within the first ten minutes of it. So it's not one of those movies where you're wondering the whole time, you know, oh, is there really witchcraft going on? Or is it just this, you know, family unraveling by grief and going insane. Um, You know there's a witch. It's whether or not there's other things going on um, that we don't know about. This is really a story at its core about a family who is dealing with the death of a child from the very beginning. Um, So there's immense, immense grief in the family and things are starting to fall apart. And... Aside from the historical accuracy and the dedication to that in this movie, I think it's great, great strength is its cast. This is a magnificently acted movie from top to bottom. Uh, And I'm just going to talk about all the main cast briefly because they all deserve attention. Um, You have Ralph Innocent as William, the father who is this kind of extraordinary-looking guy, kind of looks like, you know, S- Saint Sebastian with the wild, dark hair and these big, big blue eyes. And he, his face is so fascinating to look at in this mm-hmm. movie and mm-hmm. that you can never read it. You can never quite tell what he's thinking, even in moments where, you know, he lo- he's losing his temper or he's in deep grief and crying. You can never quite see what's going on inside him. You know, he's a man who is so deeply locked within himself, whose feelings and, like, true desires are so, so tightly bound up within him. Um, It's an extraordinary performance. Um, Kate Dickey as Catherine, the mother, um, is equally incredible she is in a state of perpetual anguish in this movie there are I think only two moments in this entire movie where she smiles um it's but it reminds me of Shelley Duvall in The Shining where it's just this sustained deep primal grief and sorrow um it's really incredible to see Um, You have Harvey Scrimshaw as Caleb, the oldest son, who I think perhaps gives one of the best performances by a child I've ever seen in a movie. There is a scene where he is in a kind of religious ecstasy, and it is both deeply moving to watch and also kind of terrifying and unnerving and is filled with so many different things and it's a short scene but like y- you won't forget it once you see it we have the twins in this movie ellie granger as mercy lucas dawson as jonas and they're also amazing actors they are so little um but they're like little adults like adults and child's bodies they are at once so creepy Again, referencing The Shining, probably the creepiest twins I've seen in a horror movie outside of um, the Grady twins in The Shining. Um, And if you watch the special feature, like the making of The Witch um, with Ellie Granger, I don't know how old she was, but like she's talking about this movie and like she sounds like she's 40, like they're, they are so, so extraordinary. And finally, you have Anya Taylor Joyce Thomason, who's the lead in this movie, really carries the movie on her back. Um, she was only 19 years old uh, when she filmed The Witch, but she reads even younger than that. And uh, just a, natu- a natural, brilliant actor, um, hugely powerful. One of the things I think The Witch gets so right. Um, in the way that Hexen does in some other movies about this sort of subject matter do is that the witch does an extraordinary job of showing that the point of supernat- supernatural events is to bring people to despair and it's when people are brought to despair that the darkness can creep inside you and you can define that darkness however you want. You know, you can define it as the devil, as a witch, as a ghost, as a demon. Or you can define it as mental illness, depression. You can define it as just being ground down by life. But when peop- it's when people are brought to despair that that darkness, that horror movies explore so well comes into play and there's something deeply human about that and i think that is one of the huge reasons why the witch is a tremendously effective horror film highly highly recommend it go and watch the witch and then we'll come back and we'll close up for the night My friends, thank you all for joining me for 62 Horror Movies with Josh Hitchens, that's me. Tomorrow night, October 3rd, we are going to have a vampire night. First we're going to watch Dracula from 1931, the first English language adaptation of Bram Stoker's novel. And then our second feature of the night will be The Vampire Lovers, made by Hammer Studios in 1970, and the first English-language adaptation of Sheridan Le Fanu's lesbian vampire tale, Carmilla. See you all tomorrow night, and happy Halloween.